I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, referral partners of Summit Funding. It's Todd Screema and Robin Lavasser and Jim Reed. And we we do a, a podcast for our realtor partners, our financial planners, our home builders, people that refer us so graciously loans. And we just get, in my opinion, two of the smartest people in the mortgage business and talk about, hey, ways that we can help our affiliates so that they can get more business. Uh, and I think today's more of a communication sales tip and uh, it's sell. It's called Don't Sell, Serve. Well, so Robin, this was your topic. What do you mean by that? I actually, sure. so th- this topic has been in my head for the last week and I always love to share and and hopefully, you know, teach around live scenarios, things that you, that I've seen, you know, currently. And so I have a dear friend that has been a, a, a referral partner of mine, a realtor of mine for years. And, uh, you know, like anybody, she's struggling a little bit right now in the marketplace. And she asked me, uh, hey, would you, um, she texted me and said, do you have any 15, do you have any coaching programs that I should be in, you know, different things? And I said, well, give me a call and we'll talk about it. And, you know, I'll spot coach you for 15 minutes. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of what's going on. And we've been friends for a really long time. So she did. She called me and, and the call was scheduled about a week and a half after she asked. So I get on the phone with her and she said, I already started making calls because she knows that I'm going to tell her, right? I already started making calls. And I said, great. And she said, I'm, you know, I'm calling through my cell phone. And I said, so who are you calling? And she said, past clients, um, you know, warm, cold leads, uh, some previous referral partners, you know, pretty much everybody, friends and family. I'm making all the calls. And I said, awesome. How's it going? And she said, terrible. (laughs) And I said, terrible. And she said, yes. And I said, why? So she started to give me reasons why people don't want to do something right now. What do you think the typical reasons are, Jimmy? Uh, what people don't do what it does, they don't want to get rid of their they rate. They don't want to get rid of their low rate. One of the number one reasons right now in terms of potentially listing or doing something with the home. Um, there's For the sake of time, I'll go through a whole bunch of them. Uh, there's, I'm worried about you know the uh, state of the world, right? That all the... You know, the- Two wars going on, right? There's two wars. There's Democrats and Republicans are fighting. We can't even put a speaker of the house in play without everybody getting all weirded out about it. Or, yeah, it just feels like everybody. They're tri- worried about how high the prices are on houses, how high interest rates are. Worried about, you know, worried about what you know if the market's going to crash. You know, if there's going to be a big, if the you know floor is going to fall out from underneath us. I mean, there's all these worries. And so I said, awesome. Do you agree with them? the realtor. And she kind of sat there and I said, well, give me your response. Give me your response to all these clients. She said, what do you mean? And I said, overcome the objection for me. And she said, oh, okay. And so let's talk about the typical overcoming the objections from all of us right now, lenders and realtors alike. This is very common. Marry the house, date the rate. I'll refinance you in six months. Um, if you wait, you're oh. going to do what in the spring? If rates go down, if you wait to buy a house, what's going to happen? These are the standardized responses. Now, this is the serve, don't sell. And I said, tell me their stories. She says, what do you mean? I said, give me a client's name. We'll call the client Jim. I said, tell me Jim's story. And she's like, I'm not sure what you're getting at. 
Todd, why'd you buy your second house that you ever bought? Why did why? I buy my second house? You, was it market? Was it a great market at the time that you decided to do it? Was was it something else that in, had you in no. mind to buy a house? I I mean, I remember why I did it just to spend more family quality time what is in the mountains. In the mountains. Okay. Oh, so you, you're talking real second home. I just meant the second time you ever bought a house, but second home. So for that, it was quality time with your family in the mountains. So fell in love with the place. Jimmy, why, why'd you buy the second house you've ever bought? Not a second home. Yeah, the second house. So to reduce my commute, to spend more time around my kids, to be able to coach them in basketball, uh, to spend less time in the car, to uh, have a better lifestyle. How many times have either one of you bought a house strictly on the current market conditions? I never have. So I haven't either. And, there were and so my point to this is that I'm I'm talking to her and I said, hey, how how like tell me their story and the truth is she couldn't she's not even investigating she's not finding out what's really going on that's, with them that's exactly she's letting the control she's letting the 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 i call it the uh the safe the like wonder woman has her little bracelets pew, yeah. pew, pew, pew. It's like she's letting them use that first line of defense and just accept yeah we're, we're treating objections like they're rejections right and and uh, an objection is Ooh. simply a request for more information if we're if we're really doing our job of serving. And so what what I said was, hey, how do we know if Jim doesn't have a parent who has Alzheimer's that needs to move in with him within the next three to five months and he's got to have more room? Maybe somebody's gone through a divorce. Maybe they're having a baby. Maybe they, they're too far away from work in their commute. Maybe their kids need to be in a school district that is mandatory. Imagine if the headlines right now in the media came out and said, you know, there's peace and harmony in the world. Rates are going to be 10.5% by January 1 and stay that way for at least two years. How busy would the market be right now? Busy. Yeah. And, and just pops in my head while you're talking, Robert, is like combine that thought process, which is amazing, with the fact that they wouldn't be talking to you, Mrs. Realtor, if they didn't have a real estate. Need. Yes. Yes. Like if you call them and they picked up the phone, They've been thinking about yeah. real estate. Because if you called them and they saw your name and they have been thinking about real estate, they look at it and they got 16 other things to do today and they let it go yeah. to voice. That's yeah. the truth. It's a it's a really good observation, Jimmy. And I just think that, you know, we're so lost in, I mean, honestly, media driven, whether it's reality or not, just all the information and we're taking that in, that we've lost a lot of our ability to hear people's stories. And when we all of a sudden understand, hey, you you don't, maybe it turns out that that client shouldn't do something right now. Maybe it turns out by all the information had, facts, feelings, balancing them out, they should wait till next year. They should wait two years. They have to wait one more year. They have to wait two years. That's not the point. But when we talk to people, the reason that people say calls don't work or going to see people don't work or people are tired of hearing from people, the truth is, People are tired of staying on the circus with people all day long and never getting yes. anywhere with what they're yes. needing. And we have to do a better job of connecting and understanding what's going on directly with our clients that then every person I ever have known, shy of maybe investment properties or flippers, which are different, has never bought a house based on current market conditions. It's always the conditions in their life that are driving the decision. Yeah. Well, and then let's say you take the time to find out their story. 
right? And then you can tell them with confidence <laughs> that the choice of staying current where they're at is the right choice for them right uh-huh. now. And that they they talked about it with you, and they could rest, and that can that can no longer be in their mind. They could clear their mind up. I mean, how valuable is that person to your business? Yeah. And and how many people they refer? The selling. You didn't try talking to the buy. You didn't try talking to the selling. You you did the, you did your job, and they believe in you now. How valuable are they to your yeah. business? Yeah. Like every conversation is worth it. Every conversation is worth it. Like that. It's a. It's so I think that, you know, if you're in the world world of sales, which obviously if you're listening to this, you're likely a real estate agent and you're feeling down, frustrated, those kind of things. I guarantee you, if you look back on the last couple of weeks, you haven't heard enough stories. You haven't you haven't listened to enough people and what's going on in their lives versus being worried about how to get a result on the other side. Right. How to how to create a transaction. And I just you know, I say it because we're 100% sales commission. So I'm not trying to teach realtors how to do their job. I'm talking in general, when you are in sales, and that's what we are all in. It, it is it is literally about hearing other people's stories to then meet their needs, not trying to tell people what they need without any story. Robin, I that's wonder actually- if you wouldn't do a role play with me after I make a comment. Uh, we had one of our leaders uh, stand up at our branch manager retreat a couple weeks ago, and he says, Hey guys, sales is nothing but a transfer of passion. Was good, and I just I was like, I'd never heard that. I'm like, that is not like that's gold, right? So uh, we all want to help people. I think we all have good hearts. I think we we struggle to go below the surface, which is part of what you're saying, and truly understand the situation. So that so that we can help people. Can I give some context and, to that, Todd? What yeah. you just said. So I asked my realtor. I said, "What, what, why do you not want to ask deeper questions? Why don't you?" And the truth is, she had framed. Now, hear me. We all frame things in our head. We all make assumptions, right? Um, I it, there's it, we start to write our own narrative to a circumstance, and so she has framed going deeper with being nosy pushy, um, uh, you know, crossing a line, making it awkward. She's it, framed it in her head that way. And it took me a little bit to get her to it, just say it out loud. And then she said, oh my gosh, I am. I'm, that's, that is how I think of it. And I said, what if you framed digging, asking questions, being interested, asking more questions as being so committed to making sure that they reach their end goal, whatever that is. What if that's how you framed being more curious? What if you decided that that your ultimate, like your intention was simply to help them at the very highest level and that requires that piece of it? Do your job better. You all of a sudden would do that comfortably instead of uncomfortably. Totally. Robin, I wonder if we could do a quick role play before we wrap up because I think there's a lot of listeners that are like, hey, this all sounds great. I get it. I don't know how to do it. I have no clue. How to go deeper. Yeah, of course. Because I I personally don't meet that many people that go deep. Agreed. I would say 90% of people are very surface, Uh extremely surface. So how do I do it? Well, I think one, you start with, uh, and I'll give an example. Todd, if I asked you right now, Todd, how's your day? Pretty darn good. That's it, right? That's, That's a surface level question. Todd, 
Tell me the best thing that happened to you today. Well, the best thing that happened to me today is I was able to get my daughter who has an ear infection into the doctor and get her some medicine all in two hours so I could get back to work and take care of my daughter because I was very stressed this morning. And how's your daughter feeling now? She's doing good. She's at home resting. And the doctor said the eardrops should take effect like literally in a day. So just that alone, you guys see the difference between asking a question that allows for someone. Now, imagine if Todd answered when I said, tell me the best thing that happened to your day. And he said, pretty darn good. Or yes or no, it wouldn't fit. And so I think one of the things that you have to really work on is asking what we would call an open-ended question to make sure that people are required to give you more than a one-word answer. That's a small tactic just in communication in general that makes, I believe, a really big difference. When it comes to calling a client, you know, you would ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Todd, it's Robin. Robin from Summit? <laughs> Normally, I would say the company. I was trying to think of a real estate company. Okay, we'll call Summit the real estate company. Oh, ro- ro- yeah. He's a real estate realtor. I'm a realtor. So Robin with the real estate company. <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, I, I'm actually thinking about you. I mean, the truth is I'm sitting here calling past clients. little quick of a pro tip, you guys. If you're feeling awkward about why you would be calling somebody, just yeah. say it out loud. Like, it's you get comfortable in truth and you you start to relax and get in flow of conversation. If you're wondering if they wonder why you're calling them, you're not going to get comfortable in truth, right? And so that's a just a quick communication tip of, hey, I, I'm actually just sitting here calling some past clients. And as I'm scrolling, there's your name. And I was excited to dial you up. Ah, well, it's great to hear from you. I I'm talked to you in several months. You know, actually, I, I should say thank you for... Thank you for answering um, and picking up my call. And yeah, I haven't been in touch enough. How's like? Tell me, tell me all about the house. Well, the house is great. Um, the the house is. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's. I love. We love the house. What do you love? Um, I think the biggest thing we love is that huge backyard with the pool because we had so much fun this summer with kids parties and you know my son's a senior and we had his uh senior kickoff party there and my daughter had a party there two weeks ago like we just i mean that's really really changed our family dynamic wow so this could go a couple different ways i'm just going to pause on the role play for a second todd just gave me my first sales nugget potentially hear me in saying well i can't go where he's going to go there to college. you go his, he just said his son is a senior and swimming in the pool in the backyard, and they love the house. But where's his son likely going to college, right? So there's a great like add-on right there just to ask and possibly find. Now, if he is going to college locally, going to live with mom and dad, or whatever the case, no big deal. But where is his son in four to five years? Buying his first home, right? So <laughs> these are all fields that we're trying to plant of, hey, this is down the road here, this is right now, this is six months from now, whatever that may be. So keeping and talking with Todd, hey, that's awesome, Todd. You, you said when you bought this place that it was the last house you'd ever buy. You'd live in yes. it forever. You still feel that way? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're we're even thinking of putting an ADU in the back. Wow. Putting an ADU in the back. That's awesome. So talking, hey, now I might be able to find needs, fill needs, right? Maybe I'll get you some information on ADUs. I might, you know, 
do something of value right there for Todd um, that would make him really remember, hey, there's Robin, right? Like there's Robin, the agent, and she's so helpful or whatever that may be. So if we were to keep talking and you said, um, I said, any any other plans with real estate, Todd? Ask me why. Ask you why about the ADU. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I went to a sales thing there. So uh, how come? What, what, what made you think about getting an ADU? Well, uh, my mom called me three weeks ago and got diagnosed with lung cancer. And so my wife and I have been looking at alternatives, you know, those care homes uh, that she'll need some care. And they're literally like six, eight grand a month. And I think we could probably build an ADU. She's willing to move. We already talked to her and she could live out her years in our back, you know, and make a nice little ADU probably, I don't know, add, may cost me like 1500 more bucks a month or something like that. But it, to me, that's a better solution. Yeah. Well, gosh, Todd, I am so sorry to hear about your mom. Um, and I'm with you. It's That's a tough one when you know your parents are going to need care. So getting that ADU, um, I think there's a couple things I might be able to help you with, connecting you with possibly a lender to talk to you about. Maybe I, I don't know what the finances look like around that for you, but I think getting some advice there, um, you know, even with interest rates, quote unquote, being high, it's it's really worth investigating how to leverage your cash so we can connect you there. There's a lot of different ways that that call could go, you guys. In addition to, does mom own a house? Is there anything I can do to assist with that, you know, so that I can take great care of you? I mean, there's so many different avenues to pay attention to. And that conversation, what Todd just did in stopping me, and thank you, Todd, for doing that, is when you go why on a lot of things, and I, and I missed it on that one, there's often a magic moment that can happen where the client has now gotten vulnerable, has something in them. And it doesn't always have to be something sad. It could be something really exciting. It could be, I mean, there's a lot of things that they can share. But if you miss the whys, which I did, so it was a great example, you're you're possibly missing an opportunity to go another layer deep with, um, with it. And so you, you think in sales, we're all taught the Ford conversation, right? Um, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. The truth is, think of a love conversation. And that is listen, observe, validate, expand. Listen, observe, validate, expand. And where I missed was the expand on the ADU. So that's, it's a really good portion of, of just role play in general. Yeah, guys, this, uh, I think you got to work on these things. Uh, I know for me, Robin, when I first started learning what you're teaching, I literally wrote down 10 questions, open-ended questions that could lead to the wise yes. and lead to the, to love conversations. I kept them in my phone because I was so not used to it. <laughs> so I'd literally be calling someone and I had them pulled up and I'd pick one. I, I know that sounds a little mechanical, but it's how you, if, if we haven't been doing it and we're 40, 50 years old, you're going to have to change your, yeah, yeah. you got to put it in front of your face. I laminate them and keep them in my yeah. car. Yes. Great idea. Pull them out of some other center console when I'm talking. Yeah. And just to finish that, so uh, A, yes, that's a, you could refer them to a lender. And then also there is ADU companies out there that will pay a realtor 3500 bucks for a closing. So 
Boy, you could go check out their house and see if their house fits and maybe another solution. Like, yes. There's all kinds yeah, of things you can do. Yeah, they can't get the ADU and all of a sudden they might want a different home. I mean, there's so many things that can lead to it if you're if you're really listening and if you're and here's the thing in all those moments even when i stopped and said hey see that moment that's not so that you're thinking paycheck 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 what you're thinking is hey there might be an opportunity where they need my skills what's the point yeah. in having great real estate skills but not being willing to say hey that's a skill that i can right that i can give to you i have that i you know i'd like to share it with you and make and and you already know like and trust me so that's a, that's a beautiful thing. So if you're running into a ton of objections on the calls, or is all you're talking about is all the things that aren't working in the market or all the fears and frustrations, I, I would challenge you to focus solely on them and their life in all ways. And, and that will lead to a lot of great things. Yeah. I always say the visual to this is always think of the iceberg, right? Where 10% on top and 90% on the bottom. You're trying to get to the bottom of the iceberg. That that visual always helped me. Agreed. Um, Last thing, guys, we are teaching a segment for our realtor team members. Um, this goes out to about 66,000 of you. So thank you for supporting Summit. We want to give back. And so I am teaching a segment. Uh, it's two hours and it's it's entitled How to Generate 20 More Thousand a Month in Commissions in 30 Days. I'm doing this for our realtor partners. I've done it for our lender, our, all of our loan officers, and it's all of the it's all of the marketing. It's all of the how to do Facebook stuff. And like just advertising on Facebook, as an example, you do an open house and you can go on the backside of Facebook and invite all the neighbors to the open house, right? It, it costs you like a hundred bucks. So all kinds of simple, simple gorilla type marketing that I think we need to learn because the market is tougher. And so we've got to be tougher. We've got to be more skilled. And so if you want that, you can either respond to the loan officer who sent you this, or you can feel free to text me and I will text you the invitation myself. Uh, that My cell phone number is 916-769-9031. 916-769-9031. Just say, hey, I'm a realtor. Here's my name. Heard your podcast. Send me the invitation. I'll send you in the next one as I teach it. I'm going to be teaching it every two months. Okay? That's just a way to help you guys. I, I think that it's one of those things like Robin talks about adding value. Anything we can do to add value to you and your clients, that's what we're here for. It's not, it needs to go beyond just, hey, I need to get paid. I know people have this fear mentality. How about we just love on people yeah. and ask really yeah. good questions and go super, super deep. You will always get paid when you do that. So, and by the way, that 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 is free to you. So it's not, we're not trying to make money. That's a free service to our realtor partners and builders and financial planners and all the professionals that prefer us business because you're a big part of our business and we deeply appreciate it. Um, Robin, Jim, thank you very much. You. Love you guys. Guys, thanks for listening. Have a beautiful month. Talk to you next month. Bye.